This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You are on Saturday Magazine, Joy 94.9. Next, uh, we have two parts. Dan Andrews, former Premier of Victoria, uh, gave a speech at Joy's 30th anniversary AGM on Monday this week. Uh, we recorded it. A lot of media are really interested in this. Guess what? They're going to have to listen and download the podcast. Here it is. Welcome, Citizen Dan. I did ask Dan to be our guest speaker before he retired, and I was getting a bit concerned that he said yes, and then he retired. And I thought, but then a few days later, um, I had no reason to be concerned because I thought he'd be playing golf the rest of his life and we'd never see him again. But he's here tonight, and I thank you for that. You know, the equality landscape in Victoria has always been more progressive than the rest of Australia. Our community has made incredible advances this century and the last one, but particularly since the same-sex relationships bill in 2008 under the Brax government. For those of you who don't remember that, that amended 43 pieces of legislation. Dan Andrews was a member of that first Brax ministry. As we roll on to 2014, the new government of Dan Andrews had a very ambitious agenda for equality and in fact appointed Australia's first and so far only Minister for Equality, Martin Foley, who's here tonight, and also the first Commissioner for LGBTQIA Communities, Ro Allen. This stuff matters. It matters. From 2002 to a month or so ago, Dan Andrews was the member for Mulgrave. It is my great pleasure, and you held the seat, it is my great pleasure to invite you to the lectern, Citizen Dan. And we're not in Parliament, so no questions. Thank you. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for that outstanding choice of photograph. That's, uh, that's very good. I had nothing to do with that at all. Uh, can I begin my remarks, and they'll be brief uh, tonight, by acknowledging the traditional owners of this land and pay my deep personal respects to Elders past and present. We are all enriched. We are all so much better off for the fact that we share in all of us in the oldest continuous culture known to human history. And whilst we've found it too hard to say yes, we can certainly say thank you. So thank you to those who have given us and continue to give us so much. Also, also wanted to, uh, to uh, acknowledge, I think it's only fair and right in this magnificent setting, this the world's biggest and best pride centre, it's important, I think, to acknowledge all of those, some of whom are still with us, many of whom are not, are people who fought so long and so hard for justice, for fairness, for inclusion, for equality, for human rights, uh, and so much more. Uh, all of those, all of those people, uh, we owe a great debt of gratitude to them as well, not just uh, those who are members of the LGBTIQ plus community, but every single Victorian, because... It's only as we become a fairer, more just, better place, a more decent place, that each of us can reach our full potential. And as 
each individual reaches their potential, that's how our state reaches its potential. And I think we're all enriched by that contribution, that sacrifice, uh, often very painful. We're also enriched, I think, that, as Maka said, uh, we're in the progressive capital of our nation. Uh, and I wanted to touch on that in just a moment. Uh, it's a precious thing and not something that should ever be taken for granted. But it's always great to be in this space. This is such a an architecturally significant space. It's a safe place. It's a welcoming space. Uh, and it speaks to our values as a state. It speaks to our, uh, pro our, our uh, not only our progressive policy credentials, but the fact that uh, this is tangible. It's real. It's, it's a big part of who we are. Uh, and uh, there's no better embodiment of that than these bricks and mortar, but also the amazing work, the product that comes out of this Pride Centre. And there's no more, I don't want to offend anybody, but there's no more important tenant here uh, than joy. Uh, and it's a great, well, you kind of expect me to say that at the <laughs> annual general meeting of said broadcaster. Um, to, to all of those, to Maka, to all of those, Ange, to everybody who is involved uh, as both staff member, uh, volunteers, members, contributors, those who make Joy FM and Joy Media possible, you should be very, very proud of the work that you do. 30 years is such a long time, such a long time. And the landscape has changed. There have been many victories. There have been a few setbacks as well. Uh, but at a time when I used to say, uh, when before I before I retired, uh, I used to often uh, say about the media that we needed more voices, not less. And that's not just uh, true for what might be described as mainstream media, uh, but all media. If the conversation is to be... Uh, at its best, if it's to be as impactful as it can possibly be, if people are to be seen and heard, if people are to be acknowledged and valued and respected, if we're to continue the reform journey, then we need more voices in that conversation, not less. And Joy plays an incredibly important part in that, uh, pushing the debate, giving people a platform, giving people an opportunity, not just to campaign, as important as that is for the next wave of reform and change, but to celebrate, to celebrate all the good stuff that's going on, all the amazing things that are happening that without a broadcaster like Joy, without a voice, without a platform, without that trusted and respected voice, perhaps those stories would not be heard, let alone understood and embraced. Uh, so uh, I can't really do justice to 30 years' worth of hard work in just a few minutes, but uh, uh, thank you. Thank you very much because it does make a big difference to all of us. Now, I'm here, uh, Ro is here and, and Martin is here. Uh, you could only present those financials with the ex-politicians in the room. You wouldn't want to let that, don't let anyone in the current show know that you've got quite that much cash. Uh, but it is good. I'm here. I, I have retired from politics, but I haven't retired from uh, leadership. And if there's an opportunity to lend my support to causes and to movements and to forces for change that uh, are very close to my heart, then, of course, I'll always be there. So whilst I said yes before I had retired, I'm, of course, very pleased to be here tonight and, and indeed honoured to be asked to say a few words. Uh, I'm in good company. Uh, I, don't need to, I don't need to go through all the, the different work that Ro has done and the work, she, the work that, has happened, that is happening now. Uh, they are indeed a great example to all of us. Uh, Martin, Martin, I, I, uh, Martin and I have been mates for a very long time, a very, very long time. Uh, he's just, I think, approaching the point where, where he will forgive me for having made him the health minister at a very, <laughs> very difficult time. But
But I think he's best remembered. That was a that was an incredibly difficult time, and he did a great job. A great job. But uh, I know deep down, no matter what portfolios he was given, the one that was always the most important to him and nearest and dearest to him, both in a human sense, in a kind of in, in an intellectual sense, but also uh, at a really deep emotional level, uh, the uh, equality portfolio and to be Australia's first minister uh, in that important area of policy reform and and uh, ad- advocacy and and work uh, is something he's very proud of, and I'm certainly very proud as well to have uh, been uh, been part of that and to have been part of leading that uh, agenda. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.